I am your host, Floyd Ferguson, and I personally would like to thank you for tuning in. Tonight's episode takes place in the land beyond the silver screen, Hollywoodland, a 500-acre subdivision built into the hills above Beechwood Canyon. There's something malevolent stalking its streets, preying on Hollywoodland's most elite residents. Welcome to Thrillergram. Tonight's cast of players are Andrea Rose, played by Kalinda Gray, Anthony, played by Zach Ogle, Cecil, played by Tommy Ruddle, reporter Roger Sarnoff, played by Tommy Ruddle, Timothy, played by Peter Chudaba, Charles, played by Isaac Robinson Smith, and Examiner, played by Andrew Renslow. Our story begins on Duran Drive. The year is 1924. Andrea Rose Cordono, an up-and-coming starlet, just signed a four-year deal with Paramount Pictures. She is moving into a newly built cliffside home, just under the Hollywood sign. Her beau, Anthony Price, a somewhat established actor, is helping Andrea move in. And the lamp? Just set it on the fireplace for now. Andrea follows Anthony inside. I don't think I have thanked you yet for helping me. (laughs) It's no sweat at all. Besides, I had the free afternoon. I just hope moving into a place like this isn't too rash. I mean, I know you signed a contract and all. So then what's the big deal? I have the money. I know you do, Andrea Rose. I just... I don't even live in a place like this. You don't have a four-year deal with Paramount. Touché. It's also mighty secluded up here. I don't even believe you have streetlights. I have the glow from the estate sign. And, of course, the lamp you just carried in. Well, as per usual, you've got it all figured out. I wasn't expecting you to turn all blue nose on me. Is it so wrong for me to care? No. I'm sorry. Andrea and Anthony embrace. I'll help you move in the mattress. I do wish I could be here longer, but I've got another night shoot this evening. Anthony left just before sundown, leaving Andrea alone with the dark hills that surrounded her. There. It's not straight, but it doesn't matter. (gasps) Oh. I bet that word forgot his script. Forget something. Who are you? Unfortunately, Andrea has just opened the door to a complete stranger. And due to the lack of light, his identity remains shadowed. Well, who are you? The shadowed stranger stepped into the dim light coming from the living room. His more than modest looks immediately disarmed Andrea. Cecil Vernon. I too am a resident of Hollywoodland. I'm your neighbor by a kilometer, give or take. I'm sure you're cold. Would you like to come in? Uh, Could you, by your own free will, rephrase that sentence for me? Please, come in? Don't mind if I do. Cecil crossed the threshold of Andrea's front door and walked into her living room. I watched them build this house. I really like what they did with the inside. Thank you. I chose tile. The floors were originally oak. 
Now wait just one second. I thought you said you were a new resident. Hmm. I lied. Andrea becomes lost for words. Cecil turns his back on Andrea. Uh, I, I think... This is the point where you are going to become really scared. In just a few short moments, Andrea's life swiftly came to an end. Cecil vanished into the night, leaving Andrea's body to be found the following morning. Andrea Rose? Darling, are you in? Andrea Rose, darling! Andrea, I know you're still here. Your car was in the drive. It wasn't long before Anthony found Andrea's body. <gasps> Andrea. Andrea, no. Who did this to you? This is Roger Sarnoff with WKLA, broadcasting live with an urgent news bulletin. Recent starlet of the silver screen, Andrea Rose Cortano, was found dead in her Hollywood home this morning. Cause of death has not been released, but one thing is for certain. Even Los Angeles' finest detectives are scratching their heads on this one. More updates to come. Andrea Rose was just the beginning. Following the fourth death of a resident in Hollywoodland, the LAPD phoned in the BOI from D.C. to take over the case. Agents Timothy Langford and Charles Harris arrive in Hollywoodland. We ought to meet with the examiner first. I want to get the facts straight. These pencil pushers and the LAPD, Charlie? Hey, you were a pencil pusher too, you know. You're on to something, though. Regardless of protocol, we should speak with the examiner first. BOI? You heard we were coming? Everyone's been expecting you. This is turning out to be a pretty big case. Is this our latest? 23-year-old Shelley Green, heiress of a railway company over in Yorkshire, England. Are uh, all of the victims in their early 20s? Yeah. Oldest victim was 26. Could be a sequence killer. Sequence killer? It's a suspect who preys on victims of similar traits. Blonde hair, green eyes. Young, old. Were all deaths caused in the same manner? I didn't have to drain any blood from the bodies, if that's what you mean. Go on. Have you ever heard of vampirism? Certainly. <laughs> you, you don't think Bram Stoker had anything to do with this? Well, the bite marks do. So this killer thinks he's a vampire. Five and a half liters of blood is a lot to drain in this manner. Or drink, rather. All right, all right. So do the wounds or bruising tell us anything about our killer? He's tall, but that's about all I've got. Why don't we look up John Ason and start there? Thank you for your time, Doc. Okay, so we've got a doctor who believes in fairy tales and four victims all living in the same neighborhood, same age range. We should check out the crime scenes. The agents made Andrea Rose's home their first stop. When they arrived, they took notice to the front door being open. Geez, don't these officers know how to seal a crime scene? Bureau of Investigation, anyone home? The agents were greeted by Anthony Price. 
Hello, might I help you? Please state your business. Not that it matters to you, but I'm cleaning out my dead girl's house. Are you aware that this is a crime scene? It's still a crime scene? I assumed once they took Andrea's body... Well, you know what they say about those who assume. You and uh, Andrea were close. What is your name? Anthony Lionel Price of 526 Lemon Grove Avenue. The report said you found the victim? Yes, I saw her the following evening before I went to work. Where do you work? I'm an actor. Perhaps you've heard of me. Of course you are. Well, for now, you're going to have to leave. You can finish cleaning up when we're done here. Oh, this place is spotless. No thanks to Mr. Dutch Cleaner. No signs of the fourth century. Which means either the front door was unlocked or the victim knew the suspect. Mr. Price has a rock-solid alibi. I think I'm going to call it. Until another murder happens, I really don't think we have uh, much to go off of. We have no murder weapon or blood, just a bunch of nonsense and pipe dreams. I'd expect a little more professionalism from a doctor. We'll take these files back to DC. Vampires. <laughs> yeah, right. Agents Timothy and Charles returned to DC. Just a few months later, the case went cold. Is this the last time we'll hear of the Hollywood vampire? Will he strike again? I'm Floyd Ferguson. If you liked tonight's episode, subscribe below so you can tune in weekly for another tale of horror, mystery, and the strange.